This episode of Lost Levels Club is sponsored by Neve. Neve is the undisputed champion in her family of Myra Kart and Overcooked, and far better than Danny. Thanks to Neve for sponsoring this episode. Was that okay? I don't know. I don't feel like Neve got good value for money there. Not much excitement for Neve. Not much excitement? <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to say? Hello.ting.com? <laughs> yes. Which was, we haven't even discussed what Neve has paid for this sponsorship. I got a slice of Madeira cake. I'm not sure that was good value. <laughs> On whose part? Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe. Okay, maybe it's even then. There you go. So, Sir Mike. Yes, Tingathy. Are you still tired? What, like right this second? Right this second, I actually feel fine because I've just drunk a load of coffee and taken some painkillers. But that's actually terrible because it's almost midnight. In general, I'm really tired. I felt absolutely dreadful at work today. It's all gone horribly wrong. Which leads us nicely on to this article that I found. Which made me think of you. It's the the most bullshit health and wellness fads of the last decade. And what does it have to say? Well, there's intermittent fasting, which you're a strong advocate for. Intermittent fasting is like the best fad. <laughs> it's to- Actually, it's totally the best fad of the last decade. And what's your reason for intermittent fasting? I mean, theoretically, it was for the health benefits. Theoretically... The- when did all of that intermittent fasting mania first come out? I mean, I saw it on a BBC documentary and they were saying all sorts of things about intermittent fasting that would make you live longer, that would make you think better, as in, you know, like make you mentally sharper, more productive, hungrier. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Just all sorts of great things were attributed to intermittent fasting and that's why i originally started doing it rather than for weight loss you know what and i'm also a strong believer in having a super light lunch for productivity for productivity are you not sluggish after lunch not particularly even after 300 grams of ramen no (laughs) i don't know what to say uh well i do what's a super light lunch a soup from brett that's like nothing especially in hong kong in hong kong the soups are like a thimble (laughs) no they have the same quantity really they seem smaller somehow they're not as thick they're not as creamy maybe maybe i'm thinking of the soups from eat which are bigger and i just when i get a soup from Brett, it's like what is this a soup for ants (laughs) So you just eat more, and you're fine with that. What, at lunch? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I was doing the fasting, then I'm eating, like, a minuscule lunch. But these days, usually I just have a reasonably normal-slash-large lunch, and I just don't eat dinner. I mean, having said that, I've literally just come back from Singapore, where I was eating just such 
enormous quantities of food because you know basically whenever you're in asia with your asian family and then going for dinners or i don't know it just it just was just totally out of control there was an uncle's birthday and at this uncle's birthday there was foie gras satay like satay but made with foie gras and then heart attack rice it was called i was thinking this elderly and overweight uncle should we really be ordering the heart attack rice like but it was delicious basically there was a gigantic like wagyu steak that was done nicely like medium rare and all the fat from the steak was then used to make this incredibly unhealthy but delicious fried rice and it was also funny eating steak with chopsticks like you know it it just came kind of like you'd expect in a western restaurant but it was cut up into cubes because you were going to be eating it with chopsticks just as tasty very tasty what does this have to do with sleep deprivation this has nothing to do with sleep deprivation yeah but i feel like you know how to hack yourself to perform at 11 p.m for two hours I mean, only because I have no choice. Maybe this is why I have no sleep, because I'm constantly having to be up late at night with freaking coffee and painkillers for this damn podcast. This podcast is killing me slowly. I hope you're happy, Ting. I hope you're happy. Did you know my resting heart rate is now like 77? What's happened here? Something's gone horribly wrong. For the record, we record the podcast once a week, once every two weeks. In case and the, and the rest of the time is self-inflicted nonsense. In case this is used as evidence, this recording. <laughs> evidence that I have to record the podcast <laughs> starting at 11pm. Hmm. Well, you know, when if the recording never gets out and this has to be used as evidence, then this is what it's going to be used for. That made no sense, but it's late. <laughs> but it's late. <laughs> you, your brain doesn't work at this time of night either. Oh dear. You know what? The last recording, that last episode, the TIS 100 episode, we both sound so tired. We both literally sound like we're about to fall asleep. It's because... Probably because we were. No, it's because we're talking about programming. So, a couple of choice quotes. People are not physical laborers anymore. We need to optimize for cognitive performance and intellectual labor. I really can relate to that. And how does one optimize... For intellectual labour. By drinking coffee and taking painkillers, it seems. I mean, this is just a band-aid on my body probably falling apart. I mean, they do say that sleep deprivation is like the worst thing you can do to yourself. Doesn't it doesn't it like massively increase your risk of death from all sources? Doesn't it like literally cause cancer? Thanks a lot, Ting. I'm putting this on you. Because <laughs> if it's not your fault, then it's my fault. <laughs> Obviously, I can't actually admit to... I can't accept your this fault in case it is... <laughs> someone is listening. What other health fads are there? Microdosing. If I had too much time on my hands, I would definitely try this out. If you had too much time and too many illegal drugs on hand... I don't need too many, just a little bit. <laughs> it's, whole... it's true, they're very small doses. They're very small. <laughs> It's just a wafer-thin, wafer-thin tab of LSD. And actually, you don't have much time either, so you can't try this out for me. 
I mean, where does one get one's hands on LSD or mushrooms? I thought you had friends. <laughs> we, we probably can't have this conversation <laughs> while being recorded. You know what? I always wanted modafinil. I, that's the thing I always wanted to try. The drug that means you don't have to sleep. But I don't know if it just makes you feel like you don't need to sleep. But actually, all the negative effects of not sleeping are still there. You just don't feel them. Until it's too late. And too late being like 40 years later. Oh, really? <laughs> when you develop dementia or something. Well, I don't know. I don't think anyone's taken it for that long for anyone to know. There are other trends. I'm not so bothered about them. I'll just mention them in case you have something to say. Vaping. nah. uh Basement biohacking. That one literally sounded crazy. Wasn't it just like trying to inject yourself with stuff? Yes. Or, or does randomly deciding you want to take modafinil come under that? I don't know. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> Something I never knew the answer to, which I thought I'm, I should do. Does Mike believe in aliens? In the literal sense of the question, yes. But in the let's invade Area 51 and find out where they're hiding sense, no. But do I think there are aliens in the universe somewhere? Yes. Will we ever encounter them? That depends if the speed of light is bypassable. Which, sadly, is probably no. This is a very sensible answer. Sorry to disappoint you. It's truly reasonable. The universe is a very big place. The probability of there being no other life in the universe is just basically zero, surely. Do you think there are aliens in the universe somewhere? Hopefully. Yeah, in the same way you do, yes. Because the universe is infinitely massive. And purely by... Stati- is there even a, can I say that statistical chance yeah I think that's a fine thing to say there has to be aliens out there I mean if the universe at a large scale is anything like our solar system slash our planet at least like life is just like everywhere like you know if you just leave things too long just like life kind of just appears on its own at least here did you know I had like this massive beetle infestation in my kitchen I think it must have started before I went on that long holiday. And then because I've just been back and forth to Singapore so much and I've just I've just not been at home. I finally got back to my flat a couple of days ago and I just kept seeing tiny, tiny beetles. I was actually really freaked out because I was like, is this like a baby cockroach? And then usually with insects, I'm actually very live and let live so like you know you see like those silver fish or whatever and i'm just like eh it's fine it's not doing any harm or i will capture it and then like throw it outside the flat but these beetles i just kept seeing them and then basically it was just like beetle genocide i was just like crush the beetle because there's just there were just infestation levels you know like they were clearly multiplying and i had I had to kill them. I had to kill them before they took over the whole flat. But then I moved a box of tea bags and literally like dozens of beetles fell out the bottom of it. And then I was, well, I mean, that explains the beetles. I think 
just some beetles must have literally got into this box of tea bags and then just started eating the tea bags and multiplying inside the box. And there's literally like an entire beetle civilization in this box. Where are they now? I mean, they're in the bin. Is the bin in the building? <laughs> the bin is in the stairwell, so... What? <laughs> well, I think they're largely contained in the box. I think they just... They just must have, you know, sent pioneers out from the box to colonise other lands. You do have, like, a, a tower of food, of boxed food there in that corner. You've made me realise, this is like a common thing, I just seem to develop towers of boxes. Yeah, in the corner of my kitchen, it's true, I just have like this tower of tea bags and other dry food goods. So have you thrown anything else out? Yeah, I've been clearing it out. I've been throwing away more and more things. Is it still a tower? It's still a tower, yes. <laughs> But I've thrown away the tea bags that expired in 2015. Bloody hell. So I want to get a laptop. You also want to get a laptop. So I thought I'd see where you were with a 4K laptop. Is that a good idea? Depends what you want to use it for. For working on? Then yes. Does it just not get too small? Or the text? You can just do that scaling thing although i don't think windows handles it as well as a mac as long as you're not trying to game on it 4k laptop is fine 13 inch 4k is fine what's the ppi for that pixels per inch 350 i don't know why i asked that number's meaningless to me (laughs) (laughs) i love you i love you so much isn't an iPhone like 400-ish? I mean, that's fine. Fine. What do you fine. want from me? Seriously, what do you want from me? I want your blessing. I want a satisfaction guarantee. And I want, you know, when you, when you, you know, like in a meeting, you say, that's a good idea, Ting. That's a great idea. Let's run with it. That's a great idea, Ting. I highly recommend this. Nothing can possibly go wrong. You buy one first, and then we'll see if it's crap or not. <laughs> and then I'll decide what to do afterwards. <laughs> And we're done.